Hello, good morning to all of you wonderful people. Um, this episode, I feel like I'm just all over the place lately, but I'm going to do this one unscripted. And again, there's no intro music, no outro music. I just want to chat with you guys. Um, Philip and I, we went to the circus uh, last night, actually. At, this ad came up on my Instagram maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago. And of course, Instagram knows that I like circus arts. <laughs> so they're like, ooh, let's advertise the circus to her. And I'm so happy they did. <laughs> it was so much fun. There were no animals. It was mainly just like acrobatic kind of stuff. Um, Really inspiring, moving. I am, I'm always moved when I see people performing I call them movement arts because uh it's a skill but it's also an art form that you have to use your body um to perform to do and yeah I I think it's literally life it's it's literal life to do those things and um it can literally bring a tear to my eyes <laughs> when I see them it was so so cool and uh it was it was really cool in the most unexpected way. Something I didn't expect is uh, the ringmaster. So I totally forgot what a ringmaster was until, you know, we went to the circus last night. The ringmaster is basically the one who, almost like an MC, you can think of them. Um, you know, they're like, oh, this is so-and-so. Let's cheer them on. Here's a little bit about this. Here's a little bit about that. And they wear the little penguin coat and everything and the top hat. You know, that's the ringmaster. And basically, he shared his story of how it was his dream to have a circus. And he was essentially homeless, you know, living out of his van. And it, it, it seemed impossible. You know, he was probably told it was impossible you know, you can't have a circus. Like, where do you even start? And I was like, how would I even start a circus? Like, who starts a circus? And yet he did it. And now here he is. It's, you know, I don't know how many years he's been doing it. It's been at least five years in Central Oregon at the location we um, attended last night. But, you know, they've been all over the world and he has his, his group of performers and they travel. He says they perform 50 weeks out of the year, 50 weeks. Um that's just phenomenal to me. And to think that he had to start somewhere, start from literally ground zero, probably more zero <laughs> than most people is incredible. And his message was essentially like, you have a dream that you need to fulfill. You know, you only have X amount of years and this is it. Like, what do you want? Go out and do it. I think we put limits on ourselves, thinking it's not possible to to do certain things because maybe the the chance is kind of low. And so we don't want to try. We're afraid of failure. We we worry what others might think. We've been told that we can't. We've told ourselves that we can't. But you still want it. You still want it. So why aren't you trying? Because if you don't try, you're definitely not going to get there. You only have a chance if you try. And how much do you want it? How much? Do you want it enough? How hard is it going to be to get? Because I believe that you can get it. I just love this message. Anyways, and it was just sprinkled throughout the whole thing, the whole, all of the acts. I loved it. Um, and it really inspired me to, you know, want to 
like share more experiences like that from other people um, who have pursued their dreams despite the odds. And I think this is important because your dreams, what you want, reveal who you are fundamentally. Like I know when I was a little girl, I can't believe I'm going to share this. I'll probably get so made fun of for this. Um, you know, what little girl doesn't want to be a ballerina? You know, like who doesn't? I, I think I wanted to be a waitress, a ballerina. What else did I want to be? I don't know. Have my own restaurant. I, I, who knows? But one of those dreams was to be a ballerina. And I had given my name, the stage name of Princess Cafania. Cafania. Who like what is a Cafania? I just made it up off the top of my head. Don't worry, that's not my dream anymore. <laughs> but that that element, you know, I wanted to perform. I wanted to do something with my body. I loved expressing myself in that way. I loved dressing up. And that that's like really who I am. I love that. And that's an aspect that reveals who I am fundamentally, you know, it's it's like even having a podcast is kind of like performing in a way and and expressing myself and I and I do movement arts and in other ways. Um, but those dreams that you have, they reveal who you are fundamentally. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I've been referring to this. I can't remember if I talked about it in the last episode, but I've been talking a little bit about it on Instagram and I'm assuming most of my listeners also follow me on there, but I've been talking about the fundamental self um, quite a bit. And this is kind of in contrast to what you could also call the social self. And um, I don't want to take this concept 100% as my own. I I don't know of anyone else who calls it exactly this name, the fundamental self, but there's different versions of it. But I've I've started calling it the fundamental self because that's what feels good for me. Um, Because there's just some people call it like the essential self and that doesn't, I don't align with everything in there. But anyways, what your fundamental self is, it's who you are at your foundation, at your basis. And um, yeah, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. I, I was talking about this yesterday. And sometimes people say, oh, your essential self, so that's kind of the equivalent, is who you are when you're born. But I think it's before then. Because you know, like you, you can you can absorb information and you start forming your who you are before you're born. You know, you can hear your the voices around you. You can intake information, even like even if you don't have a recollection of it, it's forming you. Um, you might not be in control of your environment because you're in your mother's womb, but you still have an environment and you're being molded by that. So this this foundational self is really who you are at your core um, without these outside social influences. And that's where the social self comes in. And the social self isn't wrong. You absolutely need your social self um, to fit in in the world, to find your place, to know how to act, you know, to <laughs> you learn, you, you, you develop a new version of yourself. It's not that the social self isn't you. It's just that it's the you that you've created to become a part of the world around you. Um, and beneath that is your fundamental self. So your social self is essentially built on your fundamental self. But what can happen is that um, can happen. It doesn't have to happen, but it has happened to probably everyone and in some degree is that we develop a social self that disregards 
our fundamental self. And this is what uh, really tears us apart and disconnects us. You know, you feel like something is off, something's missing. This isn't me. I feel empty. It's because you're not looking at who you are fundamentally. You know, life, like the colors aren't as bright. The music isn't as beautiful. You don't feel free to express yourself. It's because you're not as in touch with who you are fundamentally. Um, and I've been sharing some content lately on how to reconnect to this fundamental version of you. And it does not need to be anything crazy, you know, like, what did I post today? Let me pull up my phone. I I put it on my stories, but it was just like a list of things that I've done <laughs> to reconnect with my fundamental self lately. Let's see. I'm watching it right now. Um, uh, spinning in circles going to the circus. Uh, let's see what else. Learning something new that I'm not good at. So I've talked a little bit about how I'm learning Olympic weightlifting now. Really not good at it. That's helping me re reconnect to my fundamental self. Um, getting in the water. I might be like, oh, the water's cold. No one else is in the water, even though I really want to. That's something I've done. I got blue highlights in my hair. That was fun. I've always wanted to do that. Learning aerial silks, like I've said, and performing just brought that up G going to a trampoline park and practicing flips wearing sparkles wearing crazy colors laying in the sun and doing nothing these like it doesn't need to be a big thing it totally can be a big thing you know if you want to sign up for you know some class that you, you've been wanting to learn or maybe it's reaching out to a friend that you have years you know it totally can be um something like that but it doesn't have to be um, so yeah, there's that. Those are things that I've done and I encourage you to do that too. Um, it's just ultimately let's just like following your dreams. Um, it doesn't have to be a big thing at the start. Oftentimes it helps us to start doing those little things, um, to push us out of our comfort zone, you know, maybe taking a painting class or wearing a color that it's a little bright for us, but we really, really want to, but we don't want people to look little things like that can gradually build up your confidence to go for those bigger things that you don't believe you can achieve. Um, yes. All right. So again, this was short and sweet. Um, but wrapping this up, I actually have a donation based challenge coming up. It's going to be starting. We will be kicking things off on the 23rd of this month. So in just a few short days. Hopefully you listen to this on time so that you can join. It'll be the 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th. So a four-day challenge. It's called the Foundational You. So it is just four short days of you doing things or going through a journaling prompt to help you reconnect with the fundamental you. So we're going to be um, covering basically getting into what is the fundamental you, um, like learning about who you were as a child, just kind of like trying to step back into that place to remember aspects about yourself that you may have forgotten and what also drew you away from that. And like, was that helpful? What parts of it could have potentially been helpful um, to to fit in to where you are today? Or was that harmful? Is it still serving you? You know, it, doing things that you would have done as a child, kind of like what I was just talking about, like wearing sparkles, taking such and such a class, you know, maybe it's painting, maybe it's laughing with your friends, maybe it's planning something like going to the zoo or something like that. Um, and also identifying like what is holding you back right now from really being authentic, like what has happened in life that made you shy away from your true self? 
are are those good reasons or are they still holding you back now what evidence do you have for those beliefs are those beliefs hurting you um and then you know we'll also get into just living every day as your dream day. I think sometimes when you're asked, I love to ask people like, what does your dream day look like? And they'll be like, oh, well, I would fly to Europe and I would, you know, go on a hot air balloon ride. It, absolutely. Sounds like a wonderful day, but we're probably not going to do that every day of our life. <laughs> I want you like every day can be like a dream you know, every day, there's no limits. I want you to list out like what you would want to do, why you'd want to do that so that you can identify what you want to bring into your life. Because even if something's unrealistic, it reveals a deeper desire, the um, like a need within you that's not being filled. And you can start searching for other ways to fill that need. Maybe not going to Europe in a hot air balloon ride every day. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to put more information for the Fundamental You Challenge um, in the show notes. Again, it is donation-based. It could be a dollar. It could be $2, $10, $20, whatever you want. Um, I just want people, like anyone, to be able to join it if it is something that they want. And it can also help give you a little bit of a taste of what you can look forward to inside my course, Break Free. So I've talked a little bit about Break Free on Instagram, um, and I mentioned it last time. I don't even know if I released the name. Wow. So yes, just in case I didn't say it last week, it, this course that I'm releasing is called Break Free. It is my first official life coaching program. So because of this, I am um, going to be offering it at the lowest price ever um, for the time being. Um, it is available starting today for uh, you can enroll in it and it would officially start on July 1st. So even if you enroll today, that means you get the early bird price, but you're officially starting on July 1st. The price will actually go up on July 1st. And also the first eight people to enroll will get a complimentary VIP call with me on July 1st. We're going to sit down as a group and we're going to get really specific and targeted on as to what you want to focus on during break free. So break free is a 31 day um, course program, whatever you want to call it. And um, so if you start on July 1st, you're essentially doing it every single day of July, which is, I just love, you know, start on a Monday, like that just feels good for me. Um, so we'd be starting on the 1st of July, you'd be doing it every single day of July, and you would have that introductory call with me um, as well. And as available for upgrade, I have um, group Voxer, so you could have access to me throughout those 31 days as well. That's honestly if you want to work with me in this capacity, it's probably the best move for you right now. Um, and essentially what I'm getting at is that this donation-based um, challenge I'm holding starting the 23rd is a nice little intro to break free. So this can give you a little taste of what it's going to be like and see if it's something that you want to do. All right. With all of that said, I am signing off. I hope you all have a wonderful day.